Hello and welcome to another episode of Are You Weebin' Though, aka Weeb Wednesday, not on a Wednesday, you hear me? Okay, welcome to another episode of the Ad Geeks Podcast. Thank you all, all you weaves out there for tuning into another episode. You already know how we get down. Usually, I, you know, the episodes usually come down on Thursdays, but I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I got my days mixed up and I forgot to record. So it's coming out on Friday. So whatever, big deal. Anyways, I didn't give y'all an episode last week because me and Spells talked Baruto. And so, you know, I was like, no, I got lazy. I was like, eh. And that's going to suffice for a Weeb episode. You know, we're talking anime in there. That's a, that's our Weeb Wednesday episode. I don't know Wednesday. May not have been, you know, I might not have said this in the beginning. You know, did the whole intro and everything. But it was like a whatever. That's our Weeb Wednesday. Anyways, you know, um, I still don't know if I'm ever going back to that show. More than likely not, because the more and more I watch and everything, I keep finding out more shows because new shows drop every season. I keep reading more mangas. And so that's just going to keep going further and further on the list until it's just it's just not going to happen. I don't see it happening. I don't know. Maybe one day, like when it's finally complete, I go back and binge watch it. I don't really see myself doing it, but who knows? Maybe, maybe. Or I've been reading the manga. Who knows? I don't know. Only time can tell. But first... I want to come out here and apologize for C2C, the studio that is doing Moonlight Fantasy. I slandered them. I slandered them at first. I didn't think they were doing a good job. I thought it was, I don't know exactly who the author, I don't remember who the author of Light Novel is, but I know CD, I mean, I said C2C is the studio that's animating and doing everything like that. I don't remember the author of the Light Novel, but I want to apologize because after watching half that first episode, actually watching the first episode, I did not like it. I slandered it. I said it was awful. I said it was not good. I said X all these negative things about it, and I was I was wrong. Because it is it is it's pretty good, and I didn't say it wasn't good because it wasn't in fact good. Um. I was slandering it because I put expectations on it. I had these high expectations of what I thought it was going to be. I was like, oh, this is an anime from what I've heard from other people talking about it. And people that read the light novel, other people, they were saying, I was like, oh, I remember when I came on here, I was like, dang, this is going to be a really good anime. This could be like a, you know, um, what I say? Oh, yeah, the Rising Shield Hero Something like that. Like, it could it be a tough show like that. I was thinking of something like that. I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a cool show. It's going to be just like that. It's going to be X, Y, and Z. I can't wait to watch it. And I had all these expectations and built up what I thought the show was going to be without actually seeing the show myself. I already expect, had been like, yeah, this is what the show is going to be. And it has big shoes to fill because it has to meet these expectations. If it doesn't, blah, blah, blah. That's what I already had in my mind. I might not have tried to, but I already had that said in my mind when I started comparing it to other shows. And I was wrong for that because um, it wasn't, it wasn't, I, I judged it based on, I was like, oh, this isn't like Rising Shield Hero. This is awful, blah, blah, blah. This is these other jokes, this other humor, this other stuff. And the way they're doing the fights, the way they're doing X, Y, and so I was like, oh, this isn't good at all. And I said it wasn't good because I was comparing it to the other one. That's why it's not good to compare shows 
just like when me and Spells talked last week, we were talking about it, and I was like, it, we got over like seeing shows for what they are, like Baruto. Like instead of um, watching Baruto and comparing it to Naruto, it's hard to not compare it to Naruto, but see it for what it is and watch it like that. And that's how you're going to. So I got to get into that mentality. I'm already starting to get into that mentality when it comes to um, comparing athletes. Like after, remember we did the whole top five series, but then a few months ago, I think I, I came over here. I was talking about I was like how I don't want to compare athletes anymore. I don't. I don't want to do. I just want to appreciate greatness while I have a chance to. Um, I will compare like certain things, like positions. Let's say, oh yeah, I might be like, oh yeah, Steph Curry's a top three point guard of all time, or hey, um. Kobe's the second best shooting guard of all time to me, but com- like doing something like that, but not getting deep in like slander, like destroying their their career. You know, usually when people compare and they're having a rival, and you hear like a Jordan versus LeBron fan, they're going to like, oh well, Jordan did X Y Z and lost and did this this and that, and well, LeBron lost this many times in the finals and blah 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 blah, and they just argue and they diminish each other instead of still being like, oh yeah. Well, I like him. I think Jordan did it because he won this. He's like, okay, yeah, okay, blah, blah. But LeBron also did this. Like, you can have a comparison without diminishing each other, like the rest of them. Um, as in, like, in a serious way. Like I said, I always said, these jokes are going to get off. The jokes will always be getting off. If a player has a bag, the jokes will get off, but in a joking matter. But, like, when it comes to a serious tone, try to avoid comparing these and stuff like that. So, so I just was like, I, I apologize, Moonlit Fantasy and, and see. 2C because I prejudged it and I was wrong. And I'm going to start appreciating these shows. I'm going to start appreciating these athletes for what they are. Um, I've rambled long enough. Let's get into the show. Um, it was really, it was really eye opening, you know, because uh, like imagine a Konosuba. Like I said, I don't want to, I'm not trying to like compare, like I said, don't compare it in like the negative way, but in positive, like, Imagine Kona Suba, but more isekai-like. This is what this feels like. Because just going based off the humor and everything else like that, it, it was very similar to Kona Suba. So I even hit up one of my homies, um, Lonzo, and I was like, hey, you like Kona Suba so much, blah, blah, blah. You need to check this show. I feel like you liked it because this is the kind of humor, everything that goes like this. This is a Kona Suba type show. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm... When I started looking at it in that light, instead of comparing it to these other shows, I'm like, oh, this this is what the show actually is. And the show is sim- more similar to this one than what it was projected. People thought it was going to be like this. It's more actually like this. And if you like this and you you can see it as this, then it's actually enjoyable. So at first I was like, yeah. I mean, I mean at first I didn't like but now I'm like, oh, yeah, that that's actually... I kept watching. I was like, oh, that's actually pretty... Like It's, it's, a, it's a funny. It's a comedy. It's, it's pretty hilarious. So... The like I said, imagine coming soon, but the pro tag like he fits the OC MC like stereotype. You know, in Konosuba, the main character he's not really overpowered anything, but this one he's overpowered, but he has the isekai like tropes of being like, yeah, he's super overpowered and everything like that. But everybody sees him as like level one, and everybody sees him as weak and doesn't think he's strong until they actually see. He's, well, when he learns to suppress it, when he suppresses his power, people see him because they you can look at people based off levels. And they're like, oh, he's just a level one. And these other people are like, oh, well, I'm level 900, blah, blah, blah. But then he's actually stronger than them. But level one to him is like 
a level him being level one is like a normal person being like a level ten thousand something like that. So it's like, okay, so his power level and his power scaling is completely different. So he's still overpowered and super strong. And so you start seeing different similarities in other ways, like um darkness for um example in konosuba how she has her little character thing anything like when i saw um one of the one of the characters in moonlight fantasy i immediately thought of darkness um what's called like okay i think the other character is named like mio or something in moonlight fantasy but i thought i was like, i see a lot of darkness in mio like immediately connected them. I was like, oh my goodness, that's that's what this is. That's what that is. So uh the what's called the main character, like I said before, I've already did kind of a little thing on it before, but the main basically the, the story is the main character is transported to another world, banished due to the go- goddess saying he's ugly and everything like that. So the main character is living in the real world, but it turns out that's not his that's his real world, but that's not his parents' real world. His parents lived in this fantasy world, came to this real world, they had to beg and plead with the goddess, and the goddess let them the the parents were like beautiful and everything. The goddess let them come to this other world. They came to this other world, they had kids, and the only reason that the goddess let them come is like you would have to give me one of your kids one day that's like a that 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 is the cost for you going over there. So they had like three kids, and then the like they told the parents didn't tell him, but one of the people from the other world came to finally collect and they told the guy about it. He was like, oh, the, the, M- the MC. And the MC was like, well, I don't want my sisters or my little siblings to get taken, so I'll volunteer to go. The guy, he goes over to the goddess like, hold up. You're nothing like your parents. Your your parents are beautiful and like some of the most beautiful people I've ever seen and you're ugly. I don't want, like, this is their sacrifice. He's like, uh-uh, I don't want you. Um, So she banishes him to the, like, far into the world where there's mainly like demons, demi-humans, all the other stuff. And he can communicate with them fluently. So you have the main character trope there, but there's a reason for it because she allows him. So she says, I'm allow you to do that. I'm going to give you, because she's a goddess. She can do whatever she wants. So she gives him the power to communicate with the demi-humans and the demons, all the other stuff. And like the monsters and stuff, but she takes away his communication with the humans. She's like, you can't communicate with humans at all. So she takes away that ability. So he has to live on that side and everything like that. So <laughs> that's next level petty too. Cause like, so she forces him to be on that side. And so he can't even be around here like his own people because one, he's OC that he looks like a humanoid monster until he can't communicate with them. So cause there was one scene, I think it was like in episode like three or four, where he finally finds a human village and he's like, oh, there's a human village. And he starts walking up to him. And then one of the um, adventurers that was outside was like running from him, like screaming and hollering. And they were all like running from him. And he's like, what the heck? Why are they running? Running. He gets upset. He turns around and goes back and talks to some of the demi-humans, like some of them and everything. And they're like, well, to them, how you appear is because one, you can't communicate with them, so they don't know what you're saying. So, And then two, your power level. He hadn't learned how to suppress his power level. And like I said, he was super overpowered. They're like, it looks to them, what they see is they see your aura and it looks like five demon lords are walking towards them. And then you're talking in a different language. Like you're talking in a monster language. To them, you looked terrifying. Like you looked like, like you're like, imagine five, like I said, five demon lords walking up or no, six demon lords. I think it was six demon lords walking up to you. 
flexing all their power, you'd be terrified. He's like, that's what I look like? She's like, yeah. So they taught him like the suppressing, but that's like an episode four. But anyway, backtrack. So um, like, okay, actually go back to it. And when he does, he does eventually get to talk to, get go in the human village. He learns how to suppress his um, power and aura and everything. But he has to pass off as like a mute person because again, he can't speak their language. So he can he can read it, he can understand it, but he can't speak it because of what she did to him. So he has to pass off as a mute person going into their village and everything. And then he also has the East Sky part where he has a growing harem and everything. And <laughs> the difference in his growing harem, the moment is that they're all overpowered OC monsters. So like I said, he's super overpowered, but he's stronger than these monsters. And these monsters are overpowered to these humans. So like the first one he meets, I think it's like an episode, I think he meets the first one in episode one. Yeah, or no, he might meet him in episode two. Whatever. Um, he meets an OC like super dragon, and like it's like an OC dragon that's causing havoc and everything like that. And they're like the villagers don't know what to do with him. Like the monster villagers, I think they're like pig people or orcs or whatever, and they don't know what to do with him or do with her because their dragon's a female. Do with the dragon. So he goes up there to deal with the dragon and everything like that. He learns magic. They teach him magic. And they're like, well, they were trying to teach him magic, but then when he was doing it, they teach him like a small spell. And when he used it, since he doesn't know how, he was he didn't know he was overpowered, it turned into a big spell. So whatever. So he goes up there, to goes, fights the dragon and everything. And then the dragon puts, like is amused by him, creates a contract and a pact with him and then she takes on a humanoid form whenever she creates the pact and she starts following him around but then remember this is an overpowered dragon who has a bunch of followers and everything like that and it's like okay so she's already super overpowered and then there's another one that's like this spider one that's the one i compare to <laughs> um darkness that's the i think that was yeah that's mio he has a giant, it's like a giant spider that's causing havoc that has a pain fetish. Uh, that's a, it's just so crazy. And she does the same thing. She creates the pack eventually and transforms into a human. So these like two overpowered OC, like, you know, what's called monsters are feared by humans and demi humans alike. Like, but they're his loyal followers now. And then their loyal followers become their loyal followers. He has his army without even wanting one. He's like, what the heck? Y'all have followers, Arthur? So stuff like that. And it's just, because even when they went into the, they went into the village, because I think they took on a humanoid presence and they taught him how to, you know, suppress his mind. So obviously they know how to suppress their aura and everything. And they were doing the, at the Adventurers Guild and they were showing off their power. They were like both over level a thousand and they were the two strongest people in the guild automatically once they came in there and he's stronger than them but then again people don't know that he was level one but i've been rambling enough about this show uh this is a show that i'm gonna follow it's on funimation definitely um recommend you watch i think yeah i think it's i think it's on funimation or is it on Crunchyroll? i don't know uh it's on one of those two it's always gonna be on one of those two um i'm gonna follow it all the way to the end of the season Excuse me. It has like like I said, it has the comedic relief and the comedic aspect and all that other stuff. Uh it's not this one I'm not gonna I'm probably not gonna like divulge it like farther into like the manga or light novel. I mean, I'm not gonna do anything like that. It's because it's not like a story, a show that has like a great plot. It's not it doesn't have a good plot. It's more there for 
comedic relief, enjoy, pass the time, everything like that. But you're not going in there for a well-written, great, crazy, good plot or anything. But you're just going in there just like, okay, like Kona Suba, you're in there laughing. But Kona Suba is starting to get their plot better. But right now, the show is not a plot one. Anyways, next one I'm intrigued by. I got to make the rest of these shorter because I'm already, I'm already at my 15, 16 minute mark. So these next ones going to be short just because that last one I talked too much. I ramble too much. Unless I start rambling again. Hopefully I don't. Um, the next one I want to talk about is Sunny Boy. Sunny Boy is one that is very, very intriguing. I talked about this one in the preview because like this was one I'm going to check out this one i want to watch and everything i want to i want to check it because it's interesting it had an interesting like take a unique take so uh like a class like a a a class is transported into a fantasy world you know pretty original huh but the difference is in this time these students are transported to a world but it's not a world where they can go on a venture meet all these races do anything like in normal east guys you know they go on venture they start fighting goblins at first and they start fighting like the stuff you do like that these people don't do that because they're stuck in the school so they're transported into this other world and you have this class stuck in the school they walk around the school they do everything like that but when they look outside all you see is darkness so they're just trans it's like the whole school transported just them and so it's just them transported but not only did they transport some of them like developed powers so like some of some of them developed these cool powers and some of them didn't develop they just stay normal they don't have powers at all some powers are like overpowered and everything like flying shooting things doing stuff like that and some really aren't that crazy or useful but like i said some have powers some don't and so they're trying to figure out like why they're in this world. They're trying to figure out why everything looks like that. Um, the people with powers are going crazy because imagine if you just figure out you can shoot lightning beams from your hands. You're over there. You're shooting it around everything. They're destroying a lot of stuff in the school. It's kind of kind of causing havoc and making life kind of a hell for everybody else that don't have powers and some of the people that have lesser powers. Because like you're just kind of being annoying and obnoxious and not listening. Cause you have like the people like the student council president and all the people that used to have power in the school, but now they don't because they're like, why would I listen to you when you can't do nothing? I shoot lightning beams out of my lightning bolts out of my hands. You want me to listen to you? So of course they're not paying attention. So they're trying to figure out ways to, well, one, how to get out of there and how to suppress the overpower those other people. So um, these are like, we haven't got to make here. These are all side characters that are doing this before. So I like this because you see a lot of different viewpoints too. Um, so they're trying to figure out a way to stop all that. They eventually figure out a way with, um, rules and stuff like that. So they figure out that the world has rules, the little world dimension, whatever you want to call it, little pocket dimension, whatever has rules and you have to follow those rules or you can get a penalty or punished in some way. So you have to follow those rules and they're trying to still figure out how to get out. Eventually they get out accidentally without even trying to, and they land into another world. And now in this world, it has different rules and everything like that. So something starts going on in one of the episodes. I don't want to ruin too much. And they're like, oh, well, what's going on here? And that's another rule of the thing. And then something else happens. It's another rule. And they're starting to figure it out. And so they're slowly. And then they find another way. Because one of the people, their power end up being compass, which is like there. It shows them the way out to the next world. Excuse me, but it can point them into the direction, but necessarily they can't necessarily get to it. So, on one, the next world is supposed to be like there. It's across the ocean, so they go from being in the 
school to being on this like deserted island and then all you see is ocean and they're one of the people that can fly is traveling he's like i don't see any land and it's like the compass person like it's all the way down there and so they're trying to figure out a way you know to get down there and get to the next world and everything now so they're just i feel like it's just gonna be a constant you know kind of puzzle type east guy thing where they're trying to figure out different ways to learning the rules trying to get to the next world, get to the next world. You're going to, certain people are starting to develop powers that didn't have powers before and everything. So I think this one can last a little while. This can definitely have multiple seasons because of the aspect of going into different worlds. So you can always add a new world and add new things to it. And then people are still, not everybody has power. So they're developing power. So that also adds a new aspect and everything else. So they, it, they the, the writers definitely gave themselves room to go different, like, pass throughout this anime so it should be an interesting one uh like i said i don't want to say too much cause it's going to ruin the experience because this one not like the last one where i can just tell you it's whatever this one like i want y'all to experience it like like i said it's a unique east sky and it's more like a slice of life mystery rather than like a fantasy adventure east sky so it's definitely a recommend by me i definitely want y'all to watch this one because we're still you know these early episodes of we you know I'm talking about a lot of the shows I like later on in the episodes, like later on in the the season, I'm going to start getting into the ones I really don't care for as much. But early on, I want to talk about the ones I like. Um, The last one I want to talk about is The Detective is Already Dead. This one is on Funimation. I know this one for a fact. This one's on Funimation and Hulu. Because usually if it's on Funimation, it's also on Hulu for some whatever. I think they have a contract or whatever. But... Now, this one had me excited after watching the first episode. So, like, it's so much that I forgot the name of the show because the the name of the show should tell you everything. So, the main character is someone who's known to have bad luck and everything. This all happens in the first episode. Uh, he gets put in a situation where he's on a plane where that's getting hijacked. He's sitting behind. He's sitting beside one of the uh, the tech. They're like on the. He gets hijacked and they're looking. They're calling out for help and everything. They're like we need somebody to. Help. Just, she's like I'm a detective and everything. Like do we have a detective or anything like that? He's like I'm a detective. The lady was sitting beside her and she's like okay. And he's like what? And he turns out and she's like hey you want to be my side? I can help you out. He's like uh not really. But he he's like he's confused on why he's getting asked this because he has no experience in detective work, no nothing. However chestnut checkers is involved here so once the battle on the plane begins and everything we are shown the hijacker who is like a grunt of this evil organization and like they they alter people's bodies and give them powers and everything else so the hijacker has like this weird extension of the body like he it's like something growing out a limb growing out of his like head it, it sounds worse weirder than it is like out of his head and it's like somewhere he can use the attack and everything but he also it also gives him supersonic hearing like so much to where he can just he can hear somebody's heartbeat and he can distinguish like one heartbeat from another and he can hear something like kilometers away he, like, he has really really crazy supersonic hearing and everything so that's that's his power like different powers give everything but the main character nor the detective have any powers but he has uh oh yeah, i think Actually, no, the detective does have powers, but the main character doesn't have any powers. Um, but anyways, the fight happens, everything else like that. And the detective, it turns out she had set up, she had pulled a 200 IQ play and set up for the main character to be on the plane with her. They do a little flashback and everything like that. And she's like, yeah, she knows he has the history of getting tied up in the bad situation. He had been in a caught up in a lot of like, 
bad situation like where he's helping e- bad people evil people whatever just because he's in the wrong place in the wrong time so she's like i would like to use that bad luck you have basically so what she did the reason he had got on the plane was she set it up to him be on that plane and one of the bags he had she had already put a weapon in it and she's like there's a flashback and everything like that because she's like she already knew something like this was going to happen she had been investigating it so she was already ready so that when it happens that's why she wanted him to be her helper because she already planned ahead of time. So anyways, they defeat the villain, blah, 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 and everything. And she requests that he be her psychic. He's like, no, 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 he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to get caught up in any of this stuff and everything. But after multiple refusals and after the whole episode, like the first, so at the end of the first episode, he, he accepts. But then... It's like, okay, blah, blah, blah. Then it just does this time skip of the three years. And then they talk about, at the very end of it, they say, they talk about how the detective is dead. And I was not a fan of that at first. I was not. But then I remember the title. The detective is already dead. Because they, they, uh, they did a good job because they made you like the detective and they made you like be a fan of her and really like like her character and then just to kill her off right away with the and you're like after the first episode you're like what the heck happened i don't know anything about what happened why did she die anything like that and you're like what the heck and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say anything watch the second because it's like five episodes out right now Watch the second episode and it's gonna explain anything. And I thought it was touching in the at the um beginning of the second episode, but I still don't like the route they're going right now with this show because it's going a different route. I don't I don't I don't know. And I'm not sure I'm not sure how I feel about it. I'm still watching and I'm like, eh, but I don't I don't I'm not I don't wanna like judge it before I see them get to the ending point. I don't wanna judge it, be like, okay, I like the beginning and now they're starting to do some different stuff and I don't wanna stop watching and then the ending it starts making sense why they went that route and everything like that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna continue watching it and I want y'all to watch it too, because I'm like I like I like I said it's still it's still gonna it's still a good one. I don't think it's better than the last two we I've mentioned, but it, I still enjoy this one. I think this one's still a good anime. Um and I think that's yeah, that's all the ones. Actually, no, 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 no. I want to talk about one more show, a bonus show. Um, this one's not technically a part of this season. It's called Hyoko Hyoka or something like that. It's an anime I've been watching lately. I've been watching this like crazy at work. It's a mystery slice of life type anime. The main cast are like these regular high school students, not necessarily action packed. But it's a really, really intriguing show, and I want you all to watch it because it's on Funimation. Um, like I said, it's a mystery, everything like that. Watch this show. It's I, I've been, I've been loving it so far. Um, I don't want to give a summary or a breakdown because, like I said, it doesn't technically fall into this season, and it's not technically a part of the series because it's like I said, it's not part of the season. But it's still, excuse me, a hell of a watch. So I definitely think y'all should peep that one. Hioka on Funimation, slice of life good show and uh before we end we have our twitter account up and running now and we finally finally got it up and running is ath underscore geeks so people on twitter check us out on twitter we haven't really posted anything yet but we're going to start posting i think this episode is going to be the first episode we post on twitter because it's going to be a lot I, w- I was looking into i was like okay how to get like make a twitter bot 
but Twitter doesn't have like a pro a process like that where a lot of these other things do where you can set up a bot and have it post all your old like all the old ones at least not a bot I can link with the place where we do our podcast I can't link it to where it just posts all our episodes and if it, I could then I'd be like, okay I just put all the episodes there but since I can't this is probably gonna be the first one but anyways thank you guys for tuning into another episode of the ad geek podcast always 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 remember to respect women but most importantly remember to respect yourself and we out